0: Stroke rates are increasing in adults between ages 18 and 45, and each year young adults account for about 15% of all strokes. It's a possibility that marijuana use may have a role to play. Studies suggest that regular cannabis use is associated with not only a significantly increased risk for stroke, but also heart failure, coronary artery disease, and sudden cardiac death. Adding to these concerns is a new study showing that young marijuana-using stroke patients ages 18 to 44 were much more likely to have a repeat stroke with continued cannabis use. Possible reasons for problematic marijuana effects include impairment of blood vessel function, changes in blood supply, an increasing tendency towards blood clotting, impaired energy production in brain cells, and an imbalance in chemicals that harm the brain. There's been interest for years about whether eating more meat, especially red meat and processed meat, raises the risk of cardiovascular disease. Investigations have looked at saturated fat, dietary cholesterol, sodium, nitrites, and even high-temperature cooking, but evidence supporting many of these mechanisms has not been robust. With recent suggestion that an underlying culprit may be chemicals produced in the digestive tract by gut microbes after eating red meat, a new study looked at levels of gut microbiome-generated trimethylamine N-oxide and two of its key intermediates, which are derived from L-carnitine, which is abundantly present in red meat. Researchers compared the risk of cardiovascular disease among almost 4,000 U.S. men and women over age 65 who ate different amounts of animal source foods, including red meat, processed meat, fish, chicken, and eggs. It was found that higher meat consumption was linked to a higher risk of atherosclerotic cardiovascular disease with a 22% higher risk for about every 1.1 serving of meat per day and it was found that about 10% of this elevated risk was explained by increased levels of trimethylamine N-oxide and its two intermediates. Higher risk and interlinkages with gut bacterial metabolites were found for red meat but not poultry, eggs, or fish. Researchers also noted that blood sugar and general inflammation pathways may help explain the links between red meat intake and cardiovascular disease. Blood sugar and inflammation also appeared to be more important in linking red meat intake and cardiovascular disease than pathways related to blood cholesterol or blood pressure. The authors noted that while microbiome markers were directly measured in the blood, the dietary habits of study participants were self-reported, and study findings are observational and cannot prove cause and effect. Social isolation and loneliness are associated with about a 30% increased risk of heart attack or stroke or death from either, according to a new scientific statement from the American Heart Association. Social isolation is defined as having infrequent in-person contact with people for social relationships, such as with family, friends, or members of the same community or religious group. Loneliness is when you feel like you are alone or have less connection with others than you desire. Risk of social isolation increases with age due to life factors such as widowhood and retirement. Nearly one quarter of U.S. adults ages 65 and older are socially isolated, and prevalence of loneliness is even higher with estimates of 22% to 47%. However, younger adults also experience social isolation and loneliness, which is possibly related to higher social media use and less engagement in meaningful in-person activities. People with heart disease who were socially isolated had a two- to three-fold increase in death during a six-year follow-up study. Socially isolated adults with three or fewer social contacts per month may have a 40% increased risk of recurrent stroke or heart attack. In addition, five-year heart failure survival rates were lower for people who were socially isolated. The authors recommend that clinicians should ask patients about the frequency of their social activity and whether they are satisfied with their level of interactions with friends and family. If concerns exist, health care providers should be prepared to refer people to community resources to help them connect with others. Americans spend an estimated $50 billion on dietary supplements every year, and while many are marketed for heart protection or cholesterol management, the research supporting these benefits is not very impressive. But now there's an excellent new study by the Cleveland Clinic Foundation that compares the effectiveness of a low-dose statin to six common dietary supplements regarding lowering bad LDL cholesterol, other cholesterol levels, and blood test markers for overall inflammation in the body. The treatment groups included people taking a placebo or sham pill, a statin group taking 5 milligrams of rosuvastatin, And the other groups took one of the six types of dietary supplements, which included fish oil, cinnamon, garlic, turmeric, plant sterol, and red yeast rice. Researchers found that the six widely used dietary supplements were not effective at lowering bad LDL cholesterol more than the placebo after 28 days of use. However, statin treatment did have a significant effect on bad cholesterol after 28 days. It was also found that the dietary supplements did not reduce inflammatory markers in the blood, suggesting they may be unlikely to lower heart disease risk at least during the first month of use. The important public health message, according to these researchers, is that dietary supplements commonly taken for cholesterol health or heart health are unlikely to offer meaningful effects on cholesterol levels. As personal and medical marijuana use increases nationwide, the American Dental Association suggests patients refrain from using marijuana before dental visits. After a new survey found more than half of the dentists reported patients arriving for appointments high on marijuana or another drug. In the survey, 56% of dentists reported limiting treatment to the patients who were high, resulting in the need to schedule another dental visit. Also, 46% of the dentists noted an occasional need to increase anesthesia, probably because of how marijuana can affect the brain. Finally, the American Dental Association commented that smoking marijuana is associated with gum disease and dry mouth, which can lead to many oral health problems. And the smoking also increases the risk of cancers involving the mouth and neck. In a new study, the green Mediterranean diet was found to significantly reduce visceral adipose tissue, a type of fat around internal body organs that is much more dangerous than the extra tire around your waist. According to the authors, visceral fat can produce hormones and poisons linked to heart disease, diabetes, dementia, and premature death. Reducing visceral fat is considered the true goal of weight loss since it's a more important target than a person's overall weight or the circumference of their waist. The Green Mediterranean diet is a modified Mediterranean diet that's further enriched with dietary polyphenols and has a lower intake of red processed meat. And on top of a daily intake of 28 grams of walnuts, The green diet participants consumed 3 to 4 cups of green tea per day and 100 grams of frozen cubes of a duckweed green shake per day. Duckweed is an aquatic green plant that is high in bioavailable protein, iron, B12, vitamins, minerals, and polyphenols. In this 18-month study, the green Mediterranean diet was pitted against the regular Mediterranean diet and a healthy diet. MRIs of the abdomen were done to measure visceral fat levels before and after dietary treatment. End analysis found that visceral fat was reduced by 14% with the green Mediterranean diet, but was only reduced by 7% with the regular Mediterranean diet, and only by 4.5% with the healthy diet. For Mediblurb, I'm Dr. Jim DeWire.